to the Vinyl Crawl, your every now and again <laughs> podcast about beer and vinyl records, craft beer and vinyl. It's been so long. I don't yeah. even know how to... We're busy. I don't even know how to introduce it. We're busy. Um, I'm, Alan, I'm your host, Alan Miller, joined as always by Matt Pfefferkorn. Hello, Matt. Howdy. And we are prepping for Record Store Day this Saturday. We're recording this on Thursday. Today's with the 19th. It is. The 19th. Yeah. 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 Because tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's a big day for everybody. Um, it's, it's just too bad it couldn't have fell on Record Store Day. You know, everything could have went. It's been a little while. Yeah. But it has. It's too bad. But um, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the records we've been seeing because mm-hmm. it's been a crazy week, week and a half of yes. ordering and unboxing. We ordered a long time ago, but the. Right. The unboxing and the pricing the waiting, as and the Tom waiting. Petty says it's the hardest the part. Hardest part every time. <laughs> Doesn't mean to steal your thunder there. Every, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> so you've got. Have you got your list in front of you of records that you're picking up, yeah. or are you just kind of looking at? Um. Yeah. I mean, I've got pretty much my list. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, um, Chris? Um, his last name is Robinson. No. Uh, that runs Bull Moose or does oh. the account on Bull Moose. You know, every oh, year yeah, yeah. he does yeah. the video every year. Yes. Um, and this year he did a really good one as well where yeah. he just like rapid fire went through right. a ton of the records. Because, you know, he takes them out and just opens it up, pulls the record out and the inner sleeve. And yeah. it's like a whole ordeal. So you get to see everything about the record. He he put his out yesterday, I think, or day ah, before his video, okay. his annual video. So that was pretty cool. Got to see a lot of stuff before have to before it goes out. out in the bins. Been in the trenches. Been in the trenches. Deep. <laughs> Deep. Well, we got our last shipment in today, so yeah. we're gonna finish up hopefully the pricing and all that sort of thing in preparation for Friday night, which is when we stock it. That's right. Everything after six p.m. Friday is a blur until pretty much the next week sometime until six a.m. Sunday. Yeah, basically, because <laughs> the way it works is. Uh, we we start stocking right at close, right at yeah. eight. Yep. And then we usually stock and drink until around ten or eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, crack the doors at seven. Crack the doors at seven in the morning. It's, roll all day. And this year is going to be even crazier <laughs> because we're roll all night. <laughs> for some reason, we thought it would be a great idea for me and you, who are going to yeah. be working all day, right. to also do a DJ set at an after yeah. party. I mean, I've had it in my head, and we've talked about it in the past, <laughs> and it finally all came together. It's going to be, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it's we're going to be do fun. It. it is going to be it fun. It is going to be fun. But it's also going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, did we ever end up getting a beer brewed for us this year? Or did it kind of fall through? No, I'm getting ready to taste it tonight. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, what, give a little insight as to what kind of a beer it is. Okay. From, from what I understand, I saw it being mixed i saw some of the ingredients and this uh, is at blue holler this is at blue holler brew supplies here in town a local um brew shop that sells obviously supplies right. to brew beer your own beer i guess but, if, it, if it's your first listen this is in bowling green kentucky yeah and um they also have 20 taps of various beers and chris the owner is also this year um, using the other half of the building to build his own brewery. He's right. brewed beers for years and years and years. So now he's going to start actual having a brewery there to be able to tap his own beers. 
you have to apply for a license and all that. Kentucky's, you know, it's Kentucky. It's Kentucky, but it's, it's a really it's a great place. Yeah, we have a great time doing DJ sets there. We Good usually do vibe. one a month, you um, know, on a Wednesday, and lots of people come out. It's you know, it's it's just a really nice bar. And yeah, it's fun. It's and fun. it's a good atmosphere. There's not a lot of shenanigans going on. No, no, um, unless we cause it with the music we play, right. which sometimes we do. But true, you know, most of the time it's it's pretty yeah easy going. But uh-huh. I do before we get to our record store day list, I do want to mention one other good thing going on at our store on Saturday that my wife actually told me about because I didn't I hadn't heard anything about it. So we're doing voter yeah. registration. Yeah. You set that up. Just came about, yeah. So what what's the story on that? Um, basically, we're going to have um, people from about noon until 5 or 6 while the bands play set up to be able to register people to vote, answer questions, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, the main thing is to register people to vote. Right. And the main thing beyond that is to fix our government in Kentucky because it's a fucking dumpster fire right now <laughs> right. that we're all trying to, to solve. So get out and register. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's going to be easy to do. You're going to be there looking for records anyway. So why not register the vote? That's too, right. If you haven't. Yeah. So let on to our list. Yes. Oh, um, wait, let's finish the beer. Oh, with, we got to talk about with, the beer. Well, oh my the, God. And the one for, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Blue hot. You're the excited. Blue I'm excited. Okay. It's sorry. been a while. It's okay. Um, so Chris, uh, got together with, Sean over at White Squirrel and was able to brew the beer there on their premises because they have all the license and whatnot. That's awesome. So he ended up brewing a double IPA for us. Um, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense, which is, um, you know, nice and citrusy from what I hear. Um, they named it. I kind of gave them the full reins to name it. Okay. But they called it the Pfeffercorn Funk <laughs> with a P. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. So we'll see. Have they got a label or anything? Is there a design? No, but, you know, when we get crowlers of it. Yeah. I should probably have Jim we, Madison. We need a <laughs> design. We need something with the hair. We need some kind of. But I will be sampling it tonight, and it will be. Uh, officially tapped on Saturday right. when we start the the after party. Well, that's amazing. It's that's a first for us. We've never yeah. had a beer to coincide with our with our record store right. day. I mean, beer and record store day kind of goes hand in hand Pretty because much. Dogfish Head every year kind of sponsors it yeah. a little bit, I guess you could say. Yeah. I'm not sure what what was their beer this year? Did you get to see it at all? I haven't um I haven't seen it yet. I haven't even seen it in bottles around I, I here. I haven't yet. either. No, I haven't seen a record store day beer yet. I know their their poster they sent out was amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Cool. Um, I think this year is probably my favorite poster yeah, of all the years that good. they've done. Um, so let's talk about the beer we're drinking today with the yeah. podcast. Is a Wicked Weed Freak of Nature Double India Pale Ale from Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that. Though warned about its habit-forming hoppiness, they were seduced by the dank, tropical, and drinkable freak of nature. So, apparently, this is—it's pretty hoppy. It is. It's got—it's got a good bite to it. It's dankalicious. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Like, I wouldn't say it's not drinkable. Like, it's not so hoppy. It's not drinkable. It's perfectly drinkable. 
It is, but at 8.5. Yeah, and it really, like, I get a lot of the piney notes in it, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of spruce and pineyness. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, almost like a little bit what you get out of gin, like the botanicals you get when you drink gin. Yeah. That, like, really sure. earthy um, stuff. But it, it's good. I, I think it's a solid, really solid IPA. Do you like Wicked Weed? Is that one I that... I do. I do. But you can only get it there. In North Carolina. So good friend of ours of the store uh, brought back a four-pack of it. Awesome. Yeah. So on to our list for Record Store Day, which I'm assuming is why everybody's listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you haven't stopped <laughs> if already. If you haven't stopped already. Um, let's, let's talk about a few each that we're looking forward to. And I'm going to let you start first with one that's on your list. That's on my list? Um well, I'll go ahead and start with the softball, the easy one. Uh, the Fillmore 1969 Grateful Dead box set, complete mm-hmm. show. Um, totally looking forward to that for obvious reasons, being a huge deadhead. But killer era for the dead, that good live dead sound, plus a dark star. The dark star was just incredible for that show. So I'm looking forward to hearing it on vinyl for the first time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but 60s Dead's not necessarily the most desirable among the circles. Well, 68, 69 is. 67 is. But, the, you know, you could those the formative years of right. 66, 67, you know, the Warlocks, 65, it just... So the release last year was 67? It was. Was that last year or, or the year before? before? Yeah. They all start to run together after a they little do. while. They do. But this one looks extremely cool, the packaging. I haven't seen right. the inside yet. but Yeah, it, the box is beautiful. Yeah. It's a gorgeous box. Yeah. Um, I don't have that one on my list. Um, I'm, I'm a very like staunch late 70s dead fan. That's just me. That's just my personal. So you personal. like the chasing the dragon years. Yeah, I, I like I like the years <laughs> when the shit was falling apart. Um, so let's go to. I'm going to talk about a weird one I have on my list, which is that Doris Norton. I'm sure you saw it come in. Yeah, there's a there's two Doris Norton records on Record Store Day this year. One's Personal Computer, and I'm I'm blanking on the other title. But basically, she was a pioneer of what we consider now a, a genre called vaporwave, yeah. which is taking the 80s aesthetic and turning it into like electronic music. It's the, the easy way to, to talk about it. Right. Except she was in the 80s, so it wasn't, it wasn't retro for her. It was just what she was doing. But she was a pioneer with Apple computers with writing music on those. So that's that's kind of what's fun. It's super geeky. Can't wait for you to spin that Saturday night. <laughs> oh, I'm going to it's gonna get spun. It's gonna happen. It's really funky though. Like it's it's really good stuff. It's um I I would kind of say like maybe when Herbie started adventuring into stuff in the eighties, you could kind of see similarities with what yeah. she was doing with trying to mix like technology with funk to where it turns into like a really strange mishmash right but that's a cool record to look to look forward to if you're into any kind of strange electronic music i think 
Tangerine Dream <laughs> is going to be released as well. That's another great yeah, one to latch true. on to. Tangerine Dream and then this uh, this Doors Norton vape. Uh, personal computer. Wait, what is it? Vapor, vape? Vaporwave. Oh, I was going to say, I know some people into Vapewave. No, but... no, it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even begin to explain to you what Vaporwave is because I'm not sure that I even know exactly what Vaporwave is, but you, it's one of those things that you know it when you hear it. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, what they used to say with, uh, pornography and censorship and stuff is you don't know something's obscene until you see it and right. then you know it's obscene. You don't know something's <laughs> vaporwave until you hear it. When you hear those those nice eighties aesthetics coming out. Yeah. So what's your next one on your list of um of you know, releases? I'll talk about one that we're probably both into is that Jeff Buckley. Mm-hmm. The box uh first Shanae. time yep. first time on vinyl. Um pretty excited about that. Just I don't know, for the package, obviously the music is awesome. Uh, some of that, though, like the it was originally the deluxe edition mm-hmm. on CD. Some of it, I think, gets a little long-winded. Um, well, there's, you, lo- there's lots of talking. I mean, it's, it's this whole set. Right, yeah. So there's lots of banter. There's lots yeah. of little tuning. He's tuning, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the original release of it, what was it, a five-song EP, yes. I think, was just perfect. It was great. Well, and you have a long history with that record because you picked it up new. Right. That was the one that essentially kind of got me into him. Um, Which it came out before Grace, which is even strange. Well, when I was working at Record Bar, we got a promo LP that I still have in the collection. Right. And um, Which is probably highly collectible. I've never looked it up, but I'm sure it's highly collectible. I haven't either. But it was one of those where I was kind of in a rut and needed something. You know, and I was just flipping through the promo stack and was like, eh, what the hell? I'll try this. Took it home and holy shit, this is what I needed. It's, it really is. It's a great record. So um, I think that's one that should be on everybody's list. It really. should be. And I think I'm looking forward to hearing it on vinyl and listening to it. I think it'll be a better listen than when I listen to it on CD. That I know that doesn't make sense, but. It's it's I, I probably more conductive to, or conducive, I guess, yeah. to to being on vinyl. Yeah, it's probably going to be a more intimate listen because right. it's a very intimate show. It is. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of crowd noise. No. A little bit of clinking probably glasses. Probably not a lot there, and a lot of people there. But you know he he didn't do a bad live show. He just he put it all out there. So yeah. Get ready for like vocal acrobatics, and that's the other thing is it's it's all just him. It's him and his guitar. Yeah. And that's literally the whole show. So to be prepared for all right so one that i want to talk about that's probably not on your list but is definitely on mine is the twin peaks oh yeah (laughs) score and soundtrack those one thing i do like about them is that they you've you've had a chance to take a look at them right that since briefly yeah so they did like a fold out their picture disc yeah picture disc is picture disc highly collectible yeah but at least they did like a book style where it like folds out for two True. different discs. Yeah. So it, it's kind of nice that way. Um, one quick note is never leave them in those plastic sleeves. Always no. take them out and put them in paper sleeves if you buy one because yeah. the plastic will eventually melt or mold to the mm-hmm. vinyl and then you're then you're in big trouble right. after that. We've seen enough Ozzy Osbourne picture discs come through <laughs> melted to the... <laughs> Frampton comes alive and he really did in that plastic. <laughs> he really did. Um 
So that that's one that I'm looking forward to, though. Even though they've released the hell out of the Twin Peaks score and soundtrack for the for the new Boy, season, they're milking it. They really are, but it looks so cool because they've got you know they got the curtains on one and they've got the Chevron pattern on one. It, it just it's yeah. a really nice really nice piece if you're into Twin Peaks. It is cool. What's another one you've got on your list? Um, I'll tell you one that I was totally excited about when I saw on the order form. And I had no idea. I hadn't thought about this album in a while. It's the first Latin Playboys album, mm. which is uh, members. It's members of uh, Los Lobos. So it's kind of like Los Lobos on crank. It's or like something. It's <laughs> like know? a less less pop influenced oh, version yeah. of Los Lobos. Yeah. More Spanish, less pop, right? More Spanish. Less pop and some psychedelic. Yeah. You know. A little heavier, right? A little heavier than Los yeah. Lobos. Yeah. Did you listen to it? I haven't listened to that record. Oh, you need to, man. You know, I, I was totally telling you, we, we talked about that, and I I do like them. I remember watching them on Austin City Limits or something way back in the day. Yeah. And that being really cool. Or maybe it was even soundstage. I'm not sure. It was on PBS. I do right. remember that. Yeah. But... um I'm a big Los Lobos fan as well, so I'd probably really enjoy it. I think you would, and it's cool. It's never been on vinyl, so that one, for sure, I'm going to pick up. Here's one that will probably... I don't know if you're going to pick it up, but you'll probably agree with me that it's really cool as the Smithereens play Tommy. Oh, totally. Have you yeah. listened to that? No. At all? Okay. No. It's great. Yeah. It is fantastic. They do a faithful run-through, albeit a little bit heavier than yeah. The Who, of the full Tommy record. And the cover art is great. Yeah, the, the packaging's co- cool. The cover art mimics the gorgeous Tales from the Crypt cover. Oh, that's right. From the bootleg yeah. for Tales from the Tales Who. Tales from the Who. Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. I think that's a sleeper hit that not yeah. many people are going to have on their list, but if you see it, I would highly recommend grabbing it. And that's a great example of what Record Store Day should be. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a total just definitely. Record Store Day release for sure. Um, I'm curious what you think of the, uh, the Tom Waits three record set. What, what's your feelings on that? I know you're not a huge Tom Waits fan. I'm not a huge Waits fan. I think it's cool that they're putting it out again. I mean, it was available as a limited edition box set. It's interesting that they decided to go individual Right. Breaking it down instead of box set again. Are they single LPs or double LPs for I each one? I think they're double. Okay. Based on the price. Yeah. They're a little pricey, I thought. Right. Like thirty four ninety nine or something. And I wonder if maybe it's because they didn't feel like enough people would be able to buy a box set of it for like a hundred or hundred and twenty bucks or but something like that. The thing is, the Tom Waits fan, if they buy one, they gotta buy all three. Yeah. You know? Um, unless somebody just likes one better than the others, I I guess, guess. but I don't know. I've got it on my list. I'm going to pick it up because I am a fairly big weights fan, especially with those years. Um, the other one that, uh, I, I predict the first record we'll have that sells out will be the Pink Floyd Piper mono. Oh yeah. I think the Piper, the Gates of Dawn mono release will be gone immediately. I want to say that the first six or ten people in line will all <laughs> be wanting for to that. pick that one up. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's never been released before. No. And the true. packaging is incredible. Yeah. 
It is nice. They changed the cover. They d- well, a l- well, they altered it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, they. Say. I guess they did change it. It's like a, um, it's like a cardboard packaging with like a little like slipcase mm-hmm. thing like on the back. Like you have to undo the back to open yeah. the whole thing up, and it's got like a gold, um, you know, picture of a guy jumping in the middle kind of thing. Yeah, it's really neat. It's cool packaging. Um, and, and it's, it's mono, so that's going to be awesome. Right. Um. I don't know if it's colored or just black vinyl. That's one thing I'm that not I sure don't about. Know either. I kind of hope it's black vinyl. Yeah. If they're going mono, I, I kind of hope they just keep it all, you know, yeah. straight. Um, what, what's another one that's that's on your list? Well, uh, going from that Floyd, uh, the Stone Satanic yeah. Majesties is yeah. probably a good. Um, is that one mono? Or is that just a? I don't know. I haven't looked at it hard enough to know if it's I mono. I haven't either. Uh, but I know. But you would think if they're reissuing it, it would be mono because that album was yeah. recorded mono. It's great that they they did the faithful reissue. It has the yeah the lenticular hologram cover, cover or lenticular, and, yeah. Um, so I think that's cool, and that's an interesting release. Yeah, that's that's well. a strange record. <laughs> it's not great, but it's got some really good songs on it. Is the thing? Oh yeah. But it's not a great listen all the way no, through. No, not from start to finish. But still, it's one of those. I think we'll sell out of that, too. I, I agree with you. I think we will. Um, I think the same people that are going to buy Piper are going to buy that record. Right. Yep. Um, that's a that's a good two-record two selection. Um, getting into the soundtracks a little bit, there's a couple big ones that I have on my list. One is the Planet Terror soundtrack. Oh yeah. yeah, we didn't order any soundtracks this time. No, we did. I've seen them. Don't don't lie to me. They're there. <laughs> they will be in my bag before I leave. Yeah, of course. Um, but Planet Terror, arguably, I would say, you know, of the Grindhouse pictures, which was Planet Terror and yeah. Death Proof. Death Proof's the better soundtrack. Right. But Death Proof had already had a really nice vinyl release, it did. so that's why they're doing Planet Terror. But Planet Terror is good too. Planet Terror is more of a traditional horror score. So that one will be really cool to pick mm-hmm. up. Um, I've also got the Old Boy OST, as well as the uh, the Lady Vengeance, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Those two on my list. Yeah, which are uh, Korean action, <laughs> <laughs> right up your alley, Matt. Like this is I know. this is right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm you're going down my list. Am I going? Have I got your list? Yeah, I think. Damn you've it! Got my I knew list. we should have picked different <laughs> lists. Well. For people that know what it is, they're going to really be wanting it because it's a great score, especially the old boy score. Yeah. So that that's probably going to be a big seller as well, I would think. Maybe. Maybe it's just me, but I would think it's going to sell a few. <laughs> um, have you got the uh, – I'm curious. Do you have the Jason Isbell on your list? I don't. I don't. You saw the tweet he had about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where he said, don't worry. If you don't pick this up, I'm not making any money from it anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still think it'll be a big seller. It's a good live I mean, show. It's a good early it's Bill, Jason Isbell live show. He's hot right now. Yeah, and it's early. It's the first time on vinyl too. Right. So. Yeah, and and he's you know he's huge in this area. Yeah. I mean he's played Bowling Green. People love him here. I think um, a release. You know, I'm not a huge Elvis Presley fan, but that release that they're doing with Elvis, uh, King in the Ring. Yeah. The '68 comeback. I think that's pretty cool, and I think that'll be. I think we'll sell out of that. I think more people are going to be into that than we think. 
I kind of ordered big on You're that. You're probably one. right. We we always second guess Elvis. We do this all the time well, because we see so much of it. We and a lot of it's so cheesy, you know, the soundtrack stuff and all that. Don't you dare talk about King Creole that way. <laughs> I was thinking about clam bake, but <laughs> clam bake. um but this is like, you know, this is when he this was a comeback. It was right. just the trio, you know, and they were just pounding out songs in the center there and uh what nbc studios and burbank they did two shows both of those shows are on the two lp set and it's probably it's two lp set for 24.99 yeah that's a good price great price point so i think that's a pretty solid good rsd release how about um we haven't talked any about that van morrison alternate moon dance oh yeah that's an interesting one it is. I mean, Moondance is one of his best records, easily. Yeah. Like, there's no question there. But how many people do you think are clamoring for alternate versions? I don't know. I mean, there's a handful that I know will pick it up. But that's a good... I don't know. That that was one that... You know, I've got it on my list to pick up just because yeah. I really like Moondance. It's probably my favorite record of his. Yeah. Um, that or, or Astral Weeks, one of those two. Right. Um, but and I, I'm a sucker for like alternate versions of songs too. I, I like bootlegs. I like all those things. So, oh, of course. So that would yeah. make it work. Same, same for the Fleetwood Mac alternate Tango in the Night. Well, Tango in the Night is not their best record. That's easily yeah discerned. But when you get to alternate versions, sometimes you find versions you like much better than the ones that were released. Yeah. Like. You know, if Lindsey Buckingham got high and recorded one that sounds better than one that got on the actual album, that may be better than, Maybe. you know, that sort of thing. I thought these were the re-recordings with Mike Campbell. <laughs> no, I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't think they are. Are you trying to say the reason <laughs> Lindsey quit the band was because of the alternate, tan- Maybe. alternate Maybe. tango in the night? Uh, one of the, You know, one of the other things that stood out to me, well, first and foremost, this is a killer list. Yeah. It's one of the gr- best years. You know, and we might say that every year. Although I think there was a few years where we're like, mm. Mm, not so strong. Yeah. But this one, I think top to bottom, solid. The one year that always sticks out like a sore thumb to me was when we had all the all the Springsteen reissues. Oh, yeah. That year was not a good year. It was not, no. But this year feels like a lot of interesting releases that are fun, new releases. Not just rehashes of something right. that you've seen in a dollar bin. Over the years. Quantity-wise, I think it's the most they've ever released. Yeah. Um, And I think as far as different types of music, I think they covered a lot of bases. If you look at the hip-hop stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, all the, what, Too Short, Dr. Dre. Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, Nas. um, There's that West Coast comp. The, oh uh, yeah, the drive-by or yep. something like that. Yep, crush groove for crush the old groove, school yeah. stuff, and then the jazz stuff. There's killer jazz stuff, as there always is. Yeah, the Grant Green, you know, the Grant year, Green, the Grant Ornette Green. Coleman, the Monk, uh, even the Sun Ra stuff, and of course, the classic rock's always covered. Yeah, um, even newer stuff like all the Taylor Swift they're re-releasing on vinyl, and then. SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why you not? know, having all this different stuff helps 
I mean, we always get people. we always get parents with their kids in there to buy stuff, and the same kid that buys Taylor Swift might buy the SpongeBob as well. It might right. be the same kid, so nothing wrong with that. Pub Dog has made an appearance. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, what's another? Let's see. Look at my list here of any other really interesting ones that I kept on there. I think the Elvis Costello 7-inch is one of the more interesting 7-inches this yeah. year, where he's covering Squeeze. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of great since he produced Squeeze. Right. Like, he's... I, I don't really understand why he's doing it, but I think it's it's kind of clever. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he likes those songs a lot, too. Yeah. I'm um, looking forward to the Dylan and the Dead 80s release. Are you really looking forward to Dylan and the Dead? You know, I'm going to revisit it. It's a good time, too. <laughs> As long as we don't have to revisit Dylan in the eighties, that's all the oh, that's all that matters. Oh shit! I'm dropping the needle, man. <laughs> that's kicking off the after party. No, it's not. You gotta Dylan serve somebody, the, man. That cannot be in the after party. <laughs> My poor heart can't take that anymore. That Dylan in the eighties about did me in. Oh, man, it's bad memories. <laughs> it's like it's like PTSD. Oh man. That Empire Burlesque, I can't do it anymore, man. What else you got on your list? <laughs> let's let's go to happier things. Happier things. Uh, you know, I think the Johnny Cash Live at Folsom yeah. Prison is a solid release. Um, you have the com- two complete shows, all the rehearsals, two, five LP box set, and honestly, the price of it's eighty one ninety nine, which you think is a little expensive. It's not really though for like five for albums. Cash fans, like they they're gonna pay that all day. That's not a problem. But five albums less than a hundred bucks. Yeah. So to finish it up, there's one other release that will probably I don't know if you're gonna copy of it or not, but I'm definitely gonna copy of it. We've got a ton of them because I think it's gonna be a, a big hit, and that's the Zeppelin seven inch. Yeah. With friends and rock and roll. Rock no. and roll. Is it rock and yeah. roll? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Honestly, I'm more I'm more into Friends. Like, I'm not so much into rock and roll because I've yeah. heard that song so many times. Yeah. But Friends is one of the great deep cuts in the Zeppelin catalog, I think. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that one? Oh, I think it's cool. And honestly, it's the first Led Zeppelin Record Store Day release. Uh, that's not true because we had the uh, Live at the... Well, Live at the Creek doesn't really count, does it? The Jimmy Page and Black Crows oh, Live at the Greek. No, it doesn't count. Yeah, it's all Zeppelin songs, but it's not really Zeppelin. No. Yeah. The, You're right. And they're they're saying that it's going to be the biggest selling RSD release. Like ever? Ever. Mm. That's what they're saying. But I don't know about that. I just think, I think it's cool. I, I do mean, too. it's nice packaging. It's going to have the the 45 insert too, I believe, with it. And uh you know, I'm kind of shocked they didn't hold out on how the West was won and hold that for an RST yeah, release. True, yeah. That just came out a few months back. Right, it did. But it's pretty expensive though. That might have had something to do with it. And we hadn't talked about Bowie at all, but you know, there's tons of great Bowie this year. Yeah, there always that is. Live '78, the Live '78, the Bowie Now comp, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. That is cool too. Um, his first album, if you're into that, which I'm not, not yeah. really. But if you're into that sort of thing, his first record's coming out, too. Um, I don't know. Anything else? The you've Almonds? Got, we didn't talk about the Almonds, Well, you've I guess. got the Almonds, that classic 70s show. 
um, from the Atlanta Pop Festival. Of course, there's a Hendrix release too, um, the seven inch. There's the obligatory ICP release that there is every year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least we didn't get any more of the uh, Rob Zombie aliens having true. sex thing. Yeah, with UFOs yeah. and all that. Uh, all in all, it's a solid list, I think, with uh, mixing the classics with the new stuff. Yeah, like I, I think country, it's a great list. Jazz. I think rap, it's a great list. Soundtracks. So what all are we doing at the store? What are all the things that people can look forward to at the store? Well, uh, of course, we're opening up early, 7 a.m. Josh from Home Cafe is coming over. Yeah, Yeah, coming over with the uh, now world-famous breakfast burritos. And they are great. They are great. He'll be handing those out to everybody in line. We'll also have uh, Spencer's Coffee as well. And, uh, of course, the morning is just a mad rush. And once that kind of settles down, then we do the live music outside. That starts around noon. Noon. Yeah. Yeah. Seven bands. Yeah. It's crazy. I usually, when I start the register, I don't get off the right. register until yeah. noon. Yeah. Like it's yep. a solid, it's solid nonstop, for sure. Which is so much fun. Um, but if you are coming out, just be patient. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people. <laughs> it's it a lot of people. It takes a little bit to get through the line. It does. But everybody, it, you know. We have a great crowd for Record Store Day. Oh, it's an awesome crowd. They help each other out. Yep. They find releases that the other ones are looking for. Like, you always see people going like, oh, here's this. You were looking for this one. Here, grab this one. Right. There's not any fighting. Like, we never get any oh, kind no. of fighting or stuff like that. Nope. Um, uh, and we have great shirts this year, courtesy of Jim Madison's oh, artwork. Our best shirts, I want to say, yeah. that we've ever had. I would say, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. So you guys come out. It'll be if if you're in the area or even in like the Nashville area or something, come on up. You know, if you want to do Grimey's first in the morning, that's great. But that's come right. by and see us in yeah. the afternoon because we're still gonna be, you know, having bands playing uh, and selling yeah. records and and also we haven't talked out. about the used stock we're putting out. I mean, we're putting that's out true. what three four hundred used records. Yeah, yeah, that we've solid. Yeah, solid I mean, stuff. Like almost the whole Pink Floyd catalog's going out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the early stuff. Wish you were here in Shrink. In Shrink. With the cover. Man. Momentary lapse of reason signed by no, nobody. In the, no, I'm just kidding. We don't <laughs> even have that one. <laughs> but we do have like Obscured by Clouds and yeah. all of those are going out, man. It's going yeah. to be fantastic. It is. So come out and see us and uh, we'll probably do a follow-up podcast after Record Store Day to talk about that's our experience like too. we always do. Yeah. So... Have fun. Go out, support your local record shop. Anything else, man? That's it. Okay. All right. When I was a man, the wind blew cold. The hills were upside down. Oh, no.